You know, you know. And I know, and I know. And they know, they know. And we know, we go all in. You know, you know. And I know, and I know. And they know, they know. Cause we know, we go all in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, Kate Dizzle, D.C., with the man right here. Hef Streams, what up, Hef? What's up, man? What's up on the screen, baby? They blocking seven, huh? They blocking our faces, something on the Who's screen to start us off. It's a banner. What? It's a on banner? On the screen. What are you talking about? Hold on, Clarence. Hold on, people. We're here, people. Don't worry. It's the All Just Up <laughs> podcast. It's your boy, Half Streams. <clears throat> well, you know, we are on Spotify, so I'm not going to shortchange you guys. YouTube viewers and the, and, the, and the Twitch stream viewers are seeing a big banner on the front of us right now. So, K-Dizzle, with his technical prowess, he'll take care of that, hopefully, in the next couple of seconds. But welcome. Thank you again, guys, for coming out. It's episode 27 of the All Dressed Up podcast every Sunday night, 9 o'clock Eastern time. We are live on all platforms. Please like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff to keep us going so we can keep growing with you guys. And like I said, we appreciate you each and every week. So thanks for coming out. For shizzle. You see a banner? Yeah, man. Where's the banner? Yo, you in the building and you see a banner, say banner. Banner who? I don't see no banner. I'm looking at it live. I can't see it. I can't see it. But nevertheless, nevertheless because we're live, the show must go on. Um, shout out to all the underdogs. Thank y'all for coming out. God bless and good night. Oh, he left. Oh, it's probably on his screen. <laughs> probably on his screen, man. Look, I hope y'all had a great weekend. Look, one thing I'm excited about, super excited about, and have to come back whenever he gets his life together. Is football is back, baby? Is the banner gone? Or is it just on your screen? Yeah, I mean, I love. I, I popped out and popped back in. The banner's gone for now, so maybe it's my <laughs> shit. Excuse me. Yeah, so we laugh, but I gotta bro. see me. I gotta see us. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You gotta see us. You gotta be able to see each other and make make things happen. Look, look, man. Like I was just saying, one thing I'm super excited about. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but this week is. Football season has returned. This is my favorite favorite time of the year. I know my man have streams. It's all about basketball. You're all about football team too, but yeah, those Redskins. You know, Washington football team. He's a Washington. Like we were talking about before we before we dive into the football, man. Let's talk about you know our new segment that maybe you guys that's been watching this can help us out with what we can call it. But we're gonna open up with like what's been. What's been like, you know, on your mind, K Dizzle over the past week? What's been something that you've been thinking about, man? Let's address it. Oh man, you want to flow into that? That yeah, fast? let's open cool. it up, man. Yeah, Look, that's what we're gonna do. Going in, you going in hard, fast, and early. Look, I was telling you, right? I'm on social media, not a heck of a whole lot, trying to moderate that time. But I don't know if it's the algorithm. Or what? I don't know if I clicked on the wrong thing, but it kept showing me all these different damn um, um, things about all these different um, uh, 
stories about Simone Biles. One, she got bit by a dog, and she's showing showing the shit on Instagram. She's in, in a bikini on Instagram, showing off her showing off her figure. Um, you know, watch watch Simone Biles how she, she uh, cheers for uh, another gymnast when they get their medal more than anybody else. It's like the spotlight has been exacerbated over top of Simone Biles, even though the Olympics are done. They're like the the media cannot get enough of getting in her face or paying attention to her right now than anything else because she said, you know what, I ain't I'm not into it right now. Let me just let me just fall back for a little bit. So you know, in the in the part that she had, you know, her issues with. So it's like, man, even when you try to, you know, remove yourself from situation, you you. You really can't control what everybody else is going to do or what everybody's going to say and what they're going to talk about. And yet, by trying to remove herself from the situation, she became the front and center of it. And she's probably going to be watching it for the next month or two, even after the Olympics are over. So I was like, it's crazy. I think it was probably the algorithm more than anything else. I can't think of any Olympic shit that I touched or I tapped that would cause that to come up in my feed or cause me cause that to keep showing up. But I just thought it was strange. And like, I, you know, usually when you have something on the brain, like if you're thinking of a car, you start seeing it all the time. That's because you gravitate to it. I ain't think about no dance mobiles. The Olympics over. I didn't even watch her. I didn't even watch the performance. So that's just me. And that was on my rant. You know, that, that was on, on the mind for this week. Um, for real, for real this week. But what about you, man? Boo. Boo YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Voodoo again, man. Boo what YouTube. up, Voodoo? What up, Hef? Well, nah, but, um, you know, to, to finish up what you were saying about Simone Biles, it's tough because she was doing her thing to to get her mental health together. And it seems like a lot of the issues that she was trying to escape are kind of carrying on. So let her do her thing, man. Let her live. You know, at the end of the day, she is a woman. She does have other things to do outside of the, of the Olympics. So, just let her be great, man, in my opinion. So I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to transition into something that I was thinking about. And it's been really, like, on my mind as of late over the past week. And it's really like a two-fold thing, right? So who – what up, 410? This this is, oh, like, for viewers like you, right? So obviously we're all – a lot of our friends are, like, a little bit of the older generation that we grew up on a lot of classic hip-hop and rap through the 90s and, like, you know, even the 80s. So, you know, we all kind of accepted this age that the rap game has really changed, music has changed, and the stuff that we appreciated growing up is really not what the kids appreciate. So when I watched the verses and I really digested after seeing it all, K-Dizzle, what I think 410 is that the locks and Jada really proved to everybody out that watches rap and that follows hip hop, that it will never be the same. I don't think we'll ever see rap be like that. Like we saw <clears throat> a lot of the kids that were watching the verses, you know, they were really amazed by Jada Kiss's ability to flow live and everything, but they admitted themselves like that's not what they do. So yeah. I think at this point, we just got to let it go. Yeah, and maybe sure. I'm talking to myself, like let's just move on and accept that, you know, rap's not going to be the same. So, that's something I wanted to talk about as far as the verses. Kind of like finishing up my rant. What <laughs> happened when it came to street code and street business? And I'm not a street guy. I don't promote stuff like that. But what happened to that lifestyle 
being separated from being, I guess, talked about and portrayed in the media so so willingly nowadays. Like we all know that there's a lot of stories about quote unquote snitching and people who've snitched in the rapper entertainment industry. But keep in mind it is supposed to be entertainment. But uh one of the bigger platforms K does that caught my attention was Clubhouse. Man, I was uh seeing a lot of videos and clips that circulated on YouTube from Clubhouse, man. Shout out to Clubhouse. What do you what do you think about it, man? Like I've been seeing a lot of people in these rooms just talking crazy, talking sure. about talking about criminal activity. I'm not going to get into specifics on our yeah, show, yeah. but I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You know, the, the followers of our show, like, what do you guys think about that? Is there a place for that type of talk on these platforms, or are these people just all setting themselves to go to jail? <laughs> Nine times out of ten, they all setting themselves to go to jail. Shout out to Clubhouse, man. Look, uh, Clubhouse has been out for over a year. It was invite only for a very long time, so it was a newer thing. It felt exclusive. You felt part of a – oh, yeah, I see the cup. You felt part of a, 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 a committee, a, a group of people who had, you know, shared – were sharing information that wasn't readily available to the public. Uh, I've been, I remember probably, like, um, closer to the end of – I want to say October or November, where I got invited last year to Clubhouse, and I became super enamored with it. You know, first night on, I was on for 13 hours. I've talked to people I thought I would never talk to. Damn, um, 13 people. hours, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. It was super crazy. It was one of those things where you pick it up, something that you really like, you really get engaged with, and you really just fall into, what up, Savage? You really up, just fall savage? into and, and thoroughly enjoy because it was a different type of platform. And I think it blew up really because of the um, yeah a bunch of unhealthy dialogues on there. It blew That's what up. That's I want to so, talk about. Yeah, well, it blew up more so than anything else because it was a platform that was different. That was a different type from your regular social media, where you can type. Where social media, you do updates and then people comment. This was real time. It was real talk, and it was multiple people in the room, and. And it just gravitated and it grew into something ginormous. Now, I use it now to to farm information from different people, different Okay, you don't use it to you don't use it to do I don't it use like it to these guys are doing it, man. Yeah, I don't I don't go, I no longer go into the twenty one savage rooms and listen to dots <laughs> tell their stories and business. So and look, all, the, so look, so let me finish my rant. That's what I'm right. trying to talk about, bro. So I'm watching, I'm listening to Clubhouse. I got Black 100 certified street guy, you know, part of gang culture. He's talking to a room with 21 uh, Savage. They're going back and forth. Then you got other people in the gangs that were running with 6 9 on, on, on the clubhouse chat, talking all types of crazy stuff. And I get, I get like a lot of crime and a lot of cases of public activity, right? Yeah. Oh, shots pay, fired. No, don't pay no hit. Don't pay him no. So I'm not even gonna say that, Kay. I got your back, baby. <laughs> but I couldn't believe what I was hearing, and I'm not gonna lie. Like to me, I don't care. It was entertainment. Like I know a lot of that stuff is like you know talk, and a lot of these guys aren't gonna do anything to each other. And I'm honestly not promoting, but I can't believe the stuff that's being said. And and like you hear people in the in the chat room like, hey, you know it's recorded. Da 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 da. But this is what I want to ask, right? So I'm not rambling. Let me finish my brain up with this. Can you be a street dude, quote unquote? Can you be, you know, running with gangs, running with street guys? And can you give up information to cooperate with the police? And let me ask you a question. They coined this new term 
they coined this new term called civilian. So, like, guys like Arizona Ron, 410, Tony Satcher, give me your opinion on what you guys think about a person being labeled a civilian and not necessarily being a snitch because they shouldn't have been able to be, I guess, close to those type of gang uh, members in that activity in the first place. What do you think about that? Can you be a civilian and, and give up the information? That That's what you're saying? Like, do you think, first off, that there's a such thing as a civilian? Like, if I say I'm not a street dude, but I get caught up with some street dudes, quote unquote, and now we all get hit with the same charges and I and I cooperate with the police. Like I might not I might not go to the police and tell, but let's say we all get jammed up with the same charges. And I'm not the street guy and I and I cooperate. Am I a snitch or am I a civilian who just got caught at the wrong place at the wrong time? Is my question. <laughs> you you a civ that got caught the place in the wrong place at the wrong time. However, however, it's you're not at the wrong place at the wrong time if you if you hanging around those specific people that can get you in those specific situations. So, so you saying you're a snitch? Yes, you are a snitch, straight up. If you if you are smarter than if you are any smarter than the average bear or you have any wits about you, you know who to hang out with and who not to hang out with and who not to who not to be around to put yourself in any type of precarious situation that could cause some real uh some either some felonies some jail okay. time or whatever the case may be so what about this so what about the last part that i was going to touch on and academics had a huge uh pilot interview to set up his podcast debut that's coming out you know for those who do get into those what's up Nebo? for those who do follow you know some uh you know really nonsense if you ask me it's like kind of like the hip-hop garbage but a lot of people follow the entertainment he had whack 1069 talk. They generated about a million views on the video and the interview. And let me ask you a question, Voodoo. Can can a street dude sit down with a snitch? Can a certified gang street dude sit down and have and have an interview with a certified snitch? Let me answer that. Voodoo, you ain't got it. Voodoo says a snitch is a snitch. Not really a bad thing, just carries away. Absolutely not. If you are a quote unquote certified uh, gangster. What, gangster, as per WAC 100 claims himself to be. I, I don't know. Don't care. Um, no, because you don't do those types of things. People from the street don't do those types of things with an audience or for an audience, period. You don't you don't carry that kind of stuff into it. If you're doing it in that shape, form or fashion, you're only doing it for two ranks, for two things, clout and notoriety. And those two things, if you from the street, those two things you don't go seeking. You just get because you're in the streets. People from those streets are dumb. Uh, all that gang shit and street shit is corny. A bunch of dummies who don't value their life. True. There's some smart people that are, that are in the streets because they choose an easier route. But if they're smart, they aren't. The only people that know who they are are the people that are in the streets, that are really in the streets. And everybody else keep keep their names out of their mouth. Period. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we all grown. And we're going to talk about later in the show, guys, who stick with us. We're going to talk about a great topic. And one of those, you know, forms of that topic is accountability and being responsible for your actions. So if you're running in the streets, you got to deal with the consequences. Uh, mm -hmm. One thing I'm going to say, man, before we go into sports I saw a movie today with my baby. Shout out to Malika Shanae. 
uh, we had a chance to go see Respect. And man, what a great performance by Jennifer Hudson, man. Jennifer I gotta I gotta Boy. give the flowers where they are deserved. If you guys get a chance, go check out the movie. Um, I had no idea Aretha Franklin had such a, a tumultuous, like, you know, early life growing up. But I'm not gonna tell the movie. I just really wanted to say, man, excellent performance by Jennifer Hudson. All the vocals, you could tell she recorded them herself. Of course. Incredible, man. Shout out to Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson's phenomenal. Should not be kept. Look, Mark says, I have always felt that snitches over material goods were busters. Um, uh, but snitching over human things was 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 appropriate. See a dude slinging dope, mind your business. No dude killed the guy. You probably got a dude to say something. Bruce says, should not be categorized. Street people, house, you know, people, light skins, people are just good or bad. Right. The streets are a death style, not a lifestyle. If you are not a criminal, stay Way don't dip your toes in it, right? That's what they say. Don't dip your toes in it because you dip your toes in it, you get thrown in. I promise you. I promise. (laughs) Ain't nobody dipping their toes in the street in the street life and not getting pushed in by somebody else, bro. Stay away. Stay away. Keep your keep your nine to five in McDonald's and get your life together. What up, Chris? Hey, man. So that was uh, what was uh, on our minds for the last week, man. Definitely something that I wanted to talk about. So I know we were talking about sports, man. So the NFL is back. Let's shift gears and talk about America's favorite game, America's favorite sport. It seems like it's on all goddamn year now. They found a way to master the ability to market their sport 24-7, 365. But the Hall of Fame games in the books, the Cowboys got their head smacked just like we expected. Uh, we're going into the end of the preseason. Fantasy drafts are starting to kick off. K. Dizzle and myself will be facing off this year in another fantasy league. He's never been a threat. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> uh, never been a factor, but right. we appreciate him because he does yeah. well. He participates. And I, he give always... free money. I give away free money every year. But you're fun to I'm play. Never good. I'm never good at that because like every bad fantasy football player, you pick the people you like. When you when know, you go into the draft looking for you know Jeff you Garcia. Pick the people with the stats. You know you should pick the people <laughs> with the stats. I pick the people I like, so I never win. Kevin Cobb. And give away free money. And so every year, like 17 people are like, yo, get in the league, get in the league, get in the league. I'm just like, I'm looking like free money, free money. Mm. So these dudes know I ain't going to win. They just like, trying to get the pot bigger. So, so, look, man. so, 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 so what do you think about – the Eagles, man. Let's start off with a simple softball question. How are the Eagles going to do this year? The Eagles are going to do what the Eagles are going to do. I'm not. I'm not even going to. Going to. My expectations are are to compete. That's it. Okay. I think. I think we're going to be a sleeper team, but that's all I have. Just okay. compete. If as long as they compete, I'm okay. And we show some signs of some signs of greatness. I don't give. I don't give two rats ass. So, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad. That sounds like a typical Eagles fan. If they come out hot, his temperament will change everybody. Oh, Remember, sure. he came out real cool, sure. calm, and collected. Let them go on a five-game win streak. They will be winning. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Stay we tuned. Go down. Okay. <laughs> At that point. But to round off some NFL news, we all know my team's a Washington football team. They'll be back at it again. They got uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the guy who seems to never go away as well. He can take a hit. He usually averages about 1.2 concussions every three weeks. We'll pray for him. 
Hopefully the uh, Washington football team could find a way to win 10 games with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Excellent defense over there, and though. No, and no Darius Geist for the first six weeks of the season. Tra- Darius Geist got released after he committed that crime last year. Kermit, we've moved on from him. Oh, I'm sorry. Not bad. But uh, since you mentioned Darius Geist, Darius Geist he is uh, <laughs> a, a young man who made some poor decisions. Allegedly, he's doing <laughs> some stuff, so good luck to him. But let me keep it moving about the NFL. So we're talking about the top 100 players came out, NFL.com. One of my Washington football team second-year players, man, was a defensive rookie of the year. Shout-out to Chase Young. My man's ranked number 61, man. That's pretty impressive. 61 coming into his second season. Uh, A couple of preseason games were pretty entertaining. Uh, Trey Lance, the quarterback that the San Francisco 49ers have a lot of hope in, came out, dropped an 80-yard touchdown off. That's always a oh good sign God. to see. Are you doing a whole recap of the game? I'm telling you, man. I'm going around the NFL. We're breaking it down. The, the NFL is back. Uh, people were curious to see how the rookie quarterback was going to look in Jacksonville. He came out looking decent in his debut. Hey, man, don't get mad that my sports that my sports segment might get some outlets for us, bro. Stick with me, man. All right, but, man, you know. What's your thoughts Justin on Herbert? Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert, in my opinion, is a great arm, great talent. He's out there in San Diego. He's got some good receivers around him. I think he's going to be – I hope he doesn't follow Phillip Rivers' uh, footsteps in the, in the fact that he doesn't win a lot of games. I oh, think the man. difference with this kid is that he definitely has an arm. We'll see if he can uh, you know, find a way to prevail and, and, and win those games because, unfortunately, he doesn't play on a team that he can kind of – like Lamar Jackson in a way. Like Lamar Jackson is great for Baltimore, but he's got a great defense in front of him. I don't, I don't think Justin Herbert, I think he's going to be in a lot more shootouts. So we'll see how that goes for him. Mm. I got um, I got Justin Fields winning the um, winning the game. Winning, uh, you think he's going to start? He's going to start. Okay. Gonna start. I got him starting. Um, okay. That's all I got. I got him starting. So. All right, man. Well, we broke down the NFL. Stick with us. We'll talk about some more stuff when the season starts. What are your top fantasy players, man, before we finish up? Who are you looking for in the draft? My top fantasy? No, yeah, I'm, who's, not, who's, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that with you. Right which, oh, come on, man. No. No. You don't, gotta, you don't got a secret. That. You know, you it's throw starting out this week. We will go through it. No. <laughs> no. Unbelievable, no. man. <laughs> you know you know, you want Brian Westbrook. Absolutely not. all right man so that's that's uh the all dressed up podcast sports segment josh allen shoe josh allen's the truth he just got paid man josh allen is gonna be out there balling for buffalo i see the buffalo bills making a run for the super bowl this year i hope so i hope he don't come out flat he had a great year got paid all that money you know what happens when people get paid money they get the, the the money goes the money goes they get flat. They start seeing money bags around them. Yep. As they get flat. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, they repeat last year's success. But let's talk about this episode, man. Look, I don't know if you saw the title. I don't know if you saw the title. I'm gonna read reread it though. How to practice self-help. Uh, oh shoot. When you don't know if you don't know how. If when you don't know how. Do it um, again, man. Say it again for the people how to they practice on Spotify. When you don't know how. If you don't know how, and let's talk about how this conversation came about. Truthfully, uh, um, because 
we ha- we had a conversation in regards to when people say, you know, I got to protect my peace. So I got to protect my energy and you got to do this and you got to do that. What the hell does that really mean when you say that? Because now it's just a tagline. People say, oh, I got to protect my energy. I got to keep these people out of my life. Well, I'm not going to deal with this and deal with that. What the fuck? What the fuck are you talking about? Now, right. I, I understand like when, you know, uh, what it means to me, but do you understand what it means to you when you're saying it? And when you're taking that time to protect your peace or, 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 or protect your energy or keep that stuff away from you, what are you doing? Um, what are you, what are you doing within that time frame? Is it just a time of stagnation or is it just a time of, um, uh, a time where you find a coping mechanism not to deal with what's really going on, you know, and and in real life, and and there's three different there's three different areas when we when we start using these these uh, tag phrases or taglines, right? Um, the first one we do is we use it with the workplace, right? Uh, we try to make sure we don't associate or talk to certain people in the workplace. Because, you know, we don't wait, wait a minute. Let me read this. Protect your energy for me means you are responsible for your circumstances. Hmm. hmm. All right, Shanae, I'm going to keep talking, but I need you to elaborate on that. Um, but anybody else, if you know what, if you when you say protect your energy or protect your peace, um, it just it just start typing it out in the chat so that we have an understanding of what you think it means. And um, and and what it is that you do to help do so. So when we talk about protecting our energy within the workplace, we talk about not talking to certain people or uh, keeping distance from certain people because we know uh, we know what have about the we what do we know about those specific people? We know that they don't have your best interests at heart at the end of the day, and it's all about you know self preservation at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, and Tony Satchel says to me, it means leave leave negativity out. And you know what I was going to get to? Were you finished? Okay, we still going before. I... No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Just to elaborate, you know, we were talking about you know self peace and what is what is uh, self peace or having a peace of mind mean to you? Like that's something that we try to sell to everybody every day in different forms, right? <clears throat> that's what we consume every day in different ways. We try to get a peace of mind through music, through food, through vacation through entertainment, like that's really what makes us tick. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't really know how to protect our inner peace. So there's different things you can do. There's therapy, there's different coping mechanisms, like you said, some good or some bad. But let's talk about today, you know, what you're doing when it comes to protecting yourself peace. So what Shanae is getting to, she's saying you can't control what others do. You can only control your own actions. Surround yourself with people that pour into your cup. And don't take advice from people who are not in a position to give advice. I like that comment because that's coming from a more preventative standpoint, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That looks to me like if you don't want your inner peace affected, try to pick and choose who you're spending your time around. And I definitely understand that sometimes, especially in the workplace, we can't uh, maybe not be around those people that we work with. So we have to kind of deal with those personalities. But I think on the other side of that, equation k is you have to have boundaries Mm -hmm. and that's been something that i've been learning through therapy as well that i've been thinking i've been setting boundaries my entire life because i'm pretty you know defensive i can stand up for myself and i can take care of myself but that's not what setting boundaries is 
setting boundaries is letting people know what you stand for from a distance so you don't have to have your inner peace really affected to the extent the way you have to take it there so you know we're talking about being responsible for the behaviors of your own actions taking responsibility of your own actions taking accountability you know we need to understand that we can't compare ourselves to others whether we evaluate ourselves positively or negatively or to think we cannot be happy until someone else changes only if our bank account grows like there's so many different factors that we work off of as people and you know in my opinion there's different things that make people go but mm -hmm. um you know blaming outside factors tends to be something that i can honestly personally say that i've done in the past and that's that's not where you find a solution yeah so so let's let me give an example um when you go and you say, um, you know, I need a day. And we, and we all say that from time to time. Say, I need a day. Look, I just need a day for me, protect my energy, protect my peace, you know, do something for myself. What are you doing in that day? What is it that you're, what is it that you're actually doing That's a great within question. that time frame um, when you say, okay, I need, I need to take some time out for me? What, what are we doing at that point? What is the, some of the things that you guys that you guys do to to um, to to take it take a second and, and vegetate and move away from what's bothering you or those issues? Because when we take those days, usually that that those are the days that that you you know you stress out the you know you stress out the the woes and the worries of the things you think about all the time have, have gotten to a certain point where you got to take a day a mental health day wellness days right jobs do give some jobs do give wellness days um you what are you doing in those wellness days to really help um to really help you deal with that some like, jobs they said i take i take naps sometimes some jobs give you permanent leaves of absences permanent mm -hmm. wellness vacations right so <laughs> some, <laughs> some people yeah with some people you know naps rest you know, rest does one thing. It it um, it rejuvenates the body, rejuvenates the mind. It reju you know rejuvenates it, re-energizes um, the physical part. The second step to that is you know about the mental part because uh, when we wake up, those things are still there. Those issues or those things that have bothered us and that's bugging us and has caused us to need to take a wellness day or mental health day are still there. What are we doing to help fix and prioritize those things? Um, and how do we, and that, that's the biggest thing I want to talk about because like, like I said, Chanel takes naps. Some people take, some people hit a couple, hit a couple blunts. Some people hit the bar. Some people play video games. Some people play, some people do all different types of stuff. Some people go fish. What is it that you're doing? Ron says he reflects on things from, a, from an objective standpoint, instead of letting my emotions sort things out. So are you thinking those through are you writing are you writing them out you know what do you how are you um how are you tackling those issues thinking from an objective point takes yourself out of the equation which is a great way to do so um but allowing yourself to work through those issues uh and having an effective way to do it is is critical to how you start really getting the self-help now i'm talking like a therapist i ain't no goddamn therapist but what I do know is, you know, I had vices that I would use. One thing when I was a lot younger, I don't play as much, 
but when I was a lot younger, when I had, you know, everything was going to shit, I'd pick up the video, my, you know, my Xbox and play it for hours, fucking hours, ridiculous amount of time into it. Because what that did was remove the mental stress. All I had to do was focus on one thing. I vegetated and it and I got instant gratification from it. Well, now, you were probably focused on getting your ass whooped on the Xbox. No, I was focused on whooping ass. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. But but one thing that it never did for me is it gave me that it gave me that mental gratification for the moment. It was like a quick drug, just like you know, alcohol can be, marijuana can be, whatever it is, uh, whatever your fix is, oxycodone, whatever you like, whatever your your um your your drug of choice. It didn't oh, help your Yeah, it didn't help me deal with the issues at hand. All it did was burn time. It gave me a false sense of uh, gratification for the moment. So a lot of those things didn't. A lot of those things only got faced and handled after I took my eight hour, nine hour, eleven hour hiatus from the real world. So the biggest thing is how do you what are you doing just making sure that you're looking at what you're doing and take that mental health day and saying it is it helpful or is it hurtful within that process what is it doing like like naps are great but if somebody if every time that you come to a wellness they say man i'm gonna just i'm gonna just go to sleep um you know what i'm gonna just lay my head down i'm gonna go to sleep and you sleep for three, four, six hours, every time, you know, something stressful comes along, you deal with, you know, death in the family, death of a friend or, you know, work or bills or fa- or whatever relationships you say, and you use, and you just go immediately to sleep, then that's not, that's just a coping mechanism to help you temporarily uh, get some peace, but it's not helping or helping or fixing anything in the process. Um, some of us have been surrounding ourselves with destructive habits and people since we turned 18, maybe even before, some of us are carrying a bunch of stuff that don't serve us anymore. That's where the stress stems from, in my opinion. Introspective work is essential. And that's what the hell we are talking about. Let's do this, Kate. Let's get back. Let's yeah. get back to the chat after we go back into black business. Because over the last couple of weeks, we've Sweet been a little baby little Jesus. consistent with our love for promoting our black businesses. And again, we're going to be coming out with a compilation in the near future as well. Um, we're going to be putting up some banners so you guys can get a collection of who we've been promoting over the last, you know, several months. So uh, these great businesses don't get lost in our production. So what are we talking about? Or who are we talking about today, Kate Bizzle? Yeah. No, we're pulling up you pulling up your peeps right now. All right, man. So uh shout that website out for me, K because that's a this phenomenal is spice suite. This is Instagram. Just go in there and put in the spice suite right now. Tell me what they do. Tell me what they the do. Spice Harry. is independently owned. It is black owned. It's a very successful online startup that does offer different seasonings, different modern ways to get your spices and ingredients to add to your cooking. It definitely brings a lot of flavor to your everyday dishes, your teas, your drinks, your beverages, your foods, your desserts. I mean, they have everything from traditional, you know, like you see balsamic vinegar for your for your salads to seasoning for your meat. So check them out. Um, I know it's very healthy seasoning. Um, they tell you how, you know, and everywhere it comes from. But other than that, 
the spice suite is definitely where you want to visit to check out some new herbs and seasons because we all love to cook and there's nothing wrong with getting some flavor out of your dish so check them out they've got a great product hibiscus star look at that get on it get on it the spice suite instagram go check them out uh, I'm going to put on my man here because I'm in the process of getting my life together too. This is okay. Body by Wayne. This is on Facebook. Shout out to the homie Wayne. He's been doing this for a minute. If you need a personal trainer, gym physical fitness center, he's right in the VA area. Go see this man right in Ashburn. You closer, he'll come out to you. Not only does he do, uh, you know, personal training, um, he's all he does also the certifications. Uh, he does complete health. Complete health assessment, personalized training, nutrition monitoring, everything you can think of to help get you in shape and get you right. This guy does it. I've seen him take some of my fat friends and make them phenomenal. And as soon as they leave him, they turn fat again and then they go back to him and he's got to make them healthy again. But he does make it. Make me phenomenal, man. Make he does, me he does it. Um, he, he does it. He's got, he's got here on Body by Wayne on the um on facebook but he also has a website that says body by wayne on the chrome tab you can check that out bodybywayne.com it goes thoroughly over his services uh where he is uh nutritional support uh personal training and home training nutrition advice weight loss core strength posture correction strength conditions yards workout go see my man body by wayne body by wayne body by wayne uh body by wayne on facebook but those are our two black businesses for the week. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for minding us because you know we'll get into the tailspin of the deep dive and just you just go ham. Hey, look, right. man, we're all about supporting our people, and we appreciate everybody. You know, everybody who watches us, all people, all walks. Um, we do support our black business because I think it's a healthy conversation <clears throat> for our community to talk about it for each other. Um, keep them coming, guys. Stick with us. And like I said, you know, back to the chat and the topic at hand tonight, we're talking about protecting your inner peace. One of my favorite day ones is Arizona Ron. And Kay Dizzle read his comment before we went into the business. And it was some of us been surrounding ourselves with destructive habits and people. Let's talk about that. You know, we want to protect our inner peace. And I tend to do this too. A lot of things that kind of get me are things that I can see myself in, right? And it's a fine, it, there's a fine line between loyalty and holding on to things and people that just don't fill into your cup. That's a very popular cliche now. And I don't really want to call it cliche because it's relevant. You know, you do have to be around people that invest in you. You can't spread yourself that thin. And when that love of that friend or that relationship just becomes so uneven, man, it's just bringing you down. At some point, you got to let it go. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a time where you might have to let your best friend from elementary school go. And, and we're not talking about you have to stop talking to them wholeheartedly, but you might not be able to sit around and do those, you know, some of those routines that you used to do because your trajectories are just different. Oh, you know what sure. I'm saying? And when you put yourselves in those situations, Kay, and, you know, you like 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 Arizona said, you, you carry a bunch of stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. And that's a good source of stress because I take on, and a lot of people have that empath personality. I take on a lot of my friends' stresses too. Mm -hmm. And that's something you can't do. You know what I'm saying? When you yeah. have your own family, when you're doing your own thing, you can't be out here worrying about all your man's issues. So let me you ask know? you a question. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you Chad a question too because it's important because I think we, you know, first thing we talked about was work stuff. Let's talk about the relationship side of it because you made a good point. Um, 
can your spouse be your peace? Because uh, there is always, you know, you always see the memes, be his peace, sis, or I'm looking for one to be my peace. You know what I'm saying? Can your spouse chat ask that, answer that question for me as best as you can? Can your okay. spouse, your girlfriend or your boyfriend be your peace? I'll yeah. answer your question, bro. So, so you're asking, can your spouse be your peace? And my thing is, I have a twofold answer. They can be your peace. Is it healthy to put that much weight on them to essentially be your peace is probably not a great idea. I think you have to have a balance because at a certain point, your spouse is going to break. If you continue to always find peace in your spouse and always drop off your emotional baggage on her, you know, she's going to have to have somebody that she can depend on. And if you're always looking to, you know, find peace in her, and it's you know, it can be reciprocated. I'm not going to say you can't do it. But over time, I think it can wear her down and it can lead to resentment, too. Because if you can't find peace within yourself, inner peace is something you generate that produces from within. You know, in my opinion, it has to come from within. If you're miserable inside, you're going to project your misery onto your spouse and everybody else. But to answer your question specifically, I think they can be. I don't think it's a healthy way for a long-term relationship to carry out in that regard. Right, right. Tell me, I kind of understand times when sometimes I go to the bar and let off steam. Eat now, but see, that's his coping mechanism, and we were right. just talking about that. You know, right. going to the bar and letting off steam might be cool, but are you going to the bar and spending too much cash over? you know, a 60-day time frame for all those let-off steam nights. Like, is your let-off steam night going to the bar, running up a $300 bar tab? Obviously, that's a different question. That's, yeah, that's, that's what we do. That's reckless. That's, reckless. that's what we do. But, but what I'm saying is when, when, when coping mechanisms can go too far, you know, we got to have a balance, but you want to have a healthy balance. And I'm not saying that I have mastered that K-Dizzle or the chat. I'm definitely not perfect. I'm looking for that myself. But I've known I've known that like even with my girl, like she always has a way to bring me back down and like kind of, you know, put things in perspective to help me, you know, see things clearly again, because I can come off and if people know me personally, I can go way off the handle sometimes. Yeah. But like how many times is she expected to pull me back? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like at some yeah. point you have to take accountability for your own actions. And I think I go back to that to answer your question. Yeah, no, it's. It's cool. It's cool to go to that, go to have <laughs> and enjoy the vibes. We're not saying it's wrong. Tony, don't don't go to the bro. bar. I ain't saying you don't drunk, do stuff bro. you enjoy. <laughs> Sit in your stew in your shit, Tony. No, that's not what we're saying, right? Right. What we're saying is just making sure that it doesn't become uh, problematic. Now, they can be they can be an additive. They can you know your your significant other, your spouse. They can be part of it, but they also can be one of those coping mechanisms. You know, one of those bad things. <laughs> you a handful, but I love you. you, you oh, I love you too. You can be your spouse can also be one of part of your coping mechanisms. A lot of men, okay, a lot of men use sex as a coping mechanism because of the instant gratification that it brings to the man to deal with the shit that they deal with. Uh, a lot of men won't admit to it, but a lot of them do do that. So you have to be careful when when we use those sayings or those words to make sure that we're not um, 
we're not as, uh, and women do too. Let me take that back. Women do too. Your spouse isn't part of the problem, but more so a part, more so the solution than anything else. Because you don't want them to be aiding and assisting in your mental destruction or you're not fixing your own shit. Well, the toughest part about it is, man, like, you know, Arizona says it again. I'm not going to keep uh, giving you all this, uh, all this publicity, Arizona. <laughs> but you're hitting me on the head, though, man. You can't, you can't, and he says you can't use external things to fix internal issues. I think what he's meaning is you can't depend on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're always going to have factors outside that's going to move you. Like, I told you a situation off camera, you know, that happened to me this weekend at work that, you know, really almost took me out of character. And you're always going to have those situations, you know, and sometimes you're going to prevail. You're going to do what's best. You're going to find your inner peace. But that's the thing as mankind, we always search for, bro. Like (laughs) you can be poor. You can be rich. If whatever rich is to you, you can have it all as far as like materialistic things. But if you don't have inner peace, what do you really have? So, so how do you get there? And how do you get to, that inner inner peace part of that you know in protecting protecting that that part of it can you Um, meditate every time you get stressed some people have mastered that ability can you smoke a lot of weed when you get stressed some people have mastered that ability (laughs) but at the end of the day what's true about what you just said right when you talked about sex and, and drugs and your spouse and all these different quote unquote ways to cope What's the one? What's the one constant out of all of those things? The, the one constant about all three of those things is the is or any coping mechanism is that the person in the person themselves is running from the problem. Not you're not, not solving facing, the problem. Not solving the problem, and not not finding a solution head on. The hardest thing uh, that anyone can ever do is look in the mirror and have a conversation with yourself about who you really see when you look in that mirror okay and we're going we're going in way deeper in ways to don't let your ways cope become a healthy addition and that's a great and that's a great point kate does because i didn't want to cut you off hey mama i i I know because i'm going in that's a great i'm going in harder sooner than i want to but i think it you know i think it's um it's the biggest it's the biggest thing on how you really protect your your um, energy and your peace within it. It's so scary because and I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm seeing the chat popping. And, and hey, mom, but like, you know, Shanae in Arizona said, like, it, you can run from the problem, K does like you just said, right? Mm-hmm. The one truth, the one true constant about all these coping mechanisms and vices are when that euphoria fades away, that problem is sitting there like, yep. welcome back. Yep. Welcome Hello. back, buddy. I'm here. Haven't hey. seen you for a while. It's been about a day and a half. What's going but on? But you know, still your bills here. are still here, bro. And, and, here. and rent that that paint that eviction notice is still in your dresser. Yep. Still here. Hello. And at the end of the day, you know, how do you face the problem, Kate? Does how do you do that? What do you do? What do you do to change up the insanity of doing the same stuff? Like me, I tend to try to be the man at work and do so great, right? And make a lot of money, but when it comes to me always complaining about finding time for myself, mm-hmm. I don't do anything different to be able to set up that time for myself because those mm-hmm. days that I do or those hours that I do have personal time, I'm I'm doing my coping mechanisms. Right. 
Right. So it's like a, you know, it's like a like nonstop it's a rat race. It's a hamster wheel. Right. It's a it's a hamster wheel. And and Brutal's making make he's he's speaking facts. Brutal honesty always wins. People get hurt, but the cards be on the table. Yeah. And here's and here's the trick to it all because everything everything that happens and how you deal with stuff is a reflection. Hey, Erica, everything that happens and how you deal with things is a authentic unbiased um reflection of of how you see yourself as a person okay? say that again please it's an unbiased um, true reflection of how you see yourself as a person and how you deal with those things and how you handle them now so you what you do so i understand what you're saying because <laughs> no because you we're having a great conversation seriously so to so, so to break it down for me because my brain's tired. I went out and played basketball. In my back <laughs> it got so you, are you saying the decisions that you make? Say say it one more time. Okay, I'm sorry. The yeah, okay, let me break it down to you. The decisions that you make in your life on certain issues in certain circumstances are wholly based on your own self reflection of yourself and how you see yourself. Do, do you okay. follow me with that? And that's, so in a way, that, in a way, it's another form of projecting. In a way, no, it's in a way, it's living your true self, living your true self, even though you may not, even though you may not truthfully agree with who who you think that's who you really are. Do you follow what I'm saying? Okay. So, so we tell ourselves all the time that we're this. We're that, we're this, we're that, you know, we're this kind of person, we're that kind of person. But when we get to, when we go to the bathroom and we look in the mirror, when we look at ourselves in the mirror, we forget everything that we tell other people. We try to make ourselves to be two other people and we see ourselves as who we think we really are. And a, and a lot of times when we see ourselves, we're not looking at the strengths, but we're looking at all of the weaknesses of what we think we have. But a wise we man once told me, Kay, but a wise man that we both know once told me, you are who you are who you are. And see, he, and, and see, look, you are who you are until you change who you are. Do you, do you follow me? Absolutely. You, you with me? Okay, so but you have to but you have to truly you have to truly want to change and that's all not only not only just not only just wanting to change you have to accept also the change not just accepting the change and not just wanting to change you have to believe that's who you really are now if you if you see yourself having the same issue let's just say let's say Matt, you know you're always late on your bills right you're always late on your bills and you just always later on your bills and you want to change that right you want to change that you want to make sure you pay all your bills on time right so anytime your bills come due something is always going to happen when those bills come due and you're <laughs> going to use that as an excuse as to why you can't pay those bills you know why because when we go when, when we say we want to do those things but we're still believing that we're not the person that we want to be. Do you follow what I'm saying? 
you have to I'll accept see, the I'll truth. You, you have to start accepting the truth on who you want to be versus who you who you think you are. You know who you think you are. If that makes any fucking sense in the world, and I, I, just, I, know think, I'm I going, just think at a certain point, honestly, okay, does not to cut you off, but I think that there's just a, a, a there's a different degree of personal accountability between everybody walking around, and. Right. And, you know, some people take more accountability at work. Some people take more accountability at home. Some people take more accountability in the streets, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And, and I don't think that I think that everybody wants to be the same person, not really the same person, but have the same control in all aspects of their life. I think. You, yeah. you. Have and when to. I say and when I say control, I don't mean you know, dominant or any dominating or having dominance of every aspect of life, but just being, just being not, you know, flying with the wind when it comes to your finances, when it comes to, you know, your health, when it comes to mm-hmm. your, your relationships, people don't want to have areas of where part portions of their life are just trash. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, and then I'll you know, swing it back to you. You want the change, right? You, like you said, you brought up a great point. A great point. The best point Mm -hmm. that I think that I took from what you said was a lot of people look in the mirror and they focus on their deficiencies. I don't remember Mm -hmm. the exact word that you used. Right. But that leads to a lot of other, in my opinion, downfalls to where you necessarily didn't have to go. You didn't have to go down those waterfalls because you have other positive attributes. Mm -hmm. But because you're focusing on, oh, you know, I'm fat. You know, I make all this money, but I'm fat. Or, you know, I don't have the right person in my life or you know i don't have the right car you know all this stress that you put on yourself about what you don't have can can really affect that inner peace that you seek every day because there's a lot of people out here that sometimes i get blessed to go past and just look at their situation and just say man mm-hmm. like you know their situation is pretty tough mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and 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 i can only imagine how i would feel if i was in that predicament mm-hmm. you know life there's a funny saying, I don't remember who the quote was from, but they say they always get excited when they hear life is hard because what can you really compare it to? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a deep quote because yeah. we always say life is hard. We want this inner peace, but at some point you got to look around and you know realize what you do have and build off of that. So that's a great point. And, and Sinead said two things, and I'm going to notate what she said. And I'm put an asterisk next to it. She said, a lot of adults out here don't take accountability. They want to blame everything and everyone else. Some of us not willing to admit that we are the problem. So we're never going to change. Some people, you know, have, you know, have, have to speak for themselves. Energy is an amazing thing. And Mm, whatever you put out in the world, it comes back to you tenfold. So if we want to, if we truly want to be the change that, I'm gonna use a quote, the change that you want to see in the world. If you, if you really wanna, if you really wanna see some things changing in your life, you have to accept, you have to live and live as though it has already happened. If that makes sense. So, I'll, let's do it. Let's do a quick social experiment. And I talked about it earlier. Everybody in the chat, um, pick one thing that you're gonna focus on for the week, like one physical thing. That you're going to focus on for the week, whether it be donuts, whether it be uh, Teslas, whether it be um, Ford F 150s, whether it be number two pencils, right? 
Right. You have to be the change you want to see. So, so profound, if, Erica. So whatever, profound. whatever you take one thing and focus on it for the week. And then you count how many times during the week you see those things come across your path during the week. We all know this. We all know how this works. Are you talking um, about the law of attraction, K Dizzle? I am talking about the law of break attraction. Break it down, sir. Break it down. I'm, I'm talking about the law of attraction. Do you the think those people, think do you think those world. friends in your family, I'm going to be real quick because you're, uh -huh. you're on the roll. Do you think your friends in your family who always talk about negative things tend to attract that negativity in their life? Do you think Absolutely. It's just Absolutely. The people that get in car accidents always get in car accidents. Them motherfuckers take <laughs> on a car without getting man. into a car accident. I, I mean, it's just the craziest shit. You know, it's, I mean, the people that lose jobs always lose jobs and always blame it on somebody or something else. The people that, the people that have the most drama in their life always have the most drama in their life because they've accepted the idea that I live a drama-filled life no matter what I do. When they see the mirror, when they look in the mirror, they say, I keep the fucking drama in my life. And because they've accepted that fact. You got to start living. You have to start living as though it has already happened, the change that you want to see. Now, that doesn't mean you you say that you, you believe that you're a fucking millionaire and you go out tomorrow and buy a, a $22,000 ring when you got a twenty-two thousand one hundred dollar credit limit on one card, hold on, okay, hold on, okay. I thought you said the law of attraction is I get what I want. You get so if I say it, I can go out there and spend it, and it's going to come back. <laughs> you say it, you can you you can spend it if you want to. You get your ass tightened up real quick, and your your credit's going <laughs> to shrink. You ain't getting shit. You have to be smart about these things. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying, hey, you know, go go out and live beyond your means. If you're going to live beyond your means, make sure you're putting in the work to raise your means. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're putting in the effort and the energy to raise those means. But see, you, you got, and I saying? talked about this too the other day, you got a lot of people that take the path of least resistance. So you got, there's one type of person, and this is another topic too, but they take the path of least resistance to get whatever they want. And then you got other people that... Tend to get more. What's the word I want? Um, I guess they get more out of the the work that they put in to get what they wanted. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and unfortunately, like I think I want to not unfortunately, but I think I've been one of those people that always want to like you know focus on the grind that I put in to get to something. But some people they'll take that path, and that's the thing about us. We always want a shortcut as people. Mm -hmm. And you got to put in that real work. Like, if you want that change, like Erica says, you got to be that change. And I'm definitely talking about myself, looking myself in the mirror, because everything that we want, we can get. I think that that's the beauty of, you know, being a human being on this earth. When it comes to us putting our mind on something, there's really no other species or, or any being on this planet that can just do what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you just sit down and realize, look, this is this is my life. I want to take control of my life and mm -hmm. I want to do this or I want to take the baby steps like Erica's saying towards this change. Just go ahead and do it. Like I beat myself up every day. I beat myself up all the time because I always throw out these pie in the sky 
aspirations, but I don't do anything to do what I what I set out to actually accomplish. And sometimes, right. you know, that can lead to resentment and lead to you, like we were talking about in the chat, maybe coping in the wrong way because you're failing yourself. Mm -hmm. Every day, try something new, try something different to get to the next step. Comfort is a silent killer. Look, we say it all the time. Own your truth. Own your truth. Own who you are. Own own what you own who you are to be. You have to remember that you set what the fucking truth is. The right. truth about you is exactly what you make it out to be. If you're a goddamn liar, you're a goddamn liar. Just own, just live as a fucking liar. If you're successful, just live your truth as a successful person. I'm, if you believe that you're successful, you're going to start doing the shit that makes you successful. You're going to wake up. You know early. you're not doing shit. And if you know you're not doing shit, don't expect to have shit. Yeah, don't expect to have shit. This well, shit don't expect and don't expect everybody. And I'm not talking about anybody sublimity. I'm talking about in general. Don't expect for everybody to always be there and save you. You know what I'm saying? Because at mm -hmm. some point, at some point, you got to get in the game, man. You really do. Arizona says, be fucking honest with yourself. He said that from the start. <laughs> you know, he also said, he said, I had a fire quote. He had a fire quote because he said, shortcuts lead to dead ends. Yeah, they always lead dead ends. Sinead said, Sinead, Sinead is bringing in a huge point too. It's something that I learned when I turned 40 is really not giving a fuck about what people think of me. I care. I care that's, that's, nothing. That's a very, uh, you'd be surprised. Me. Some people like, some people care about what other people think. I, I tell them nothing. I care absolutely nothing about pe what people think of me. Hey, if I go broke tomorrow and I become homeless tomorrow, me and my four kids, I don't give a shit what you think about because I promise you, it's not where we're going to stay. That's where we are at the moment. And you got to realize, man, that people's opinions don't pay shit. They don't help nothing, and they don't do nothing for you. So you have to start believing in you, what you're going to do, what your truth is, and what your future is to be. And you have to live today like it's already set in stone. And if you don't do that, then you'll never take the small steps to get you to the big places in life. And that's hey, what man, we're that's talking facts, about. That's, that's facts, no cap for our 10% <laughs> of young viewers out here. And, that, and that's what we're talking about when we, we talk about how to practice self-help and when and and when you don't know how to do it because we we all want to be we all want to protect our energy we all want to protect our peace we all want to keep that negative energy out of our lives but you have to start dissipating the negative energy within yourself before you can start truthfully blocking those other people outside of because it all starts here before you can before you can really really put that barrier around you and really protect your peace. If you're if you're going home and you're protecting your peace and your energy with your vices, you ain't doing nothing but fostering the bullshit that's in you. If you're, you're just not going the home, down the road. yeah. If you if you're not going, you're gonna be like the fucking federal government, goddamn seven twenty five minimum wage for twenty years, while rents going up on everything else. And he's still in debt. Down the fucking road. I, I don't get that. But look, you have to fix <laughs> yourself. Yeah, I start going. I start going a whole lot. You have to start working on fixing yourself first. And the hardest thing a human being can do is actually look in the mirror and say, hey, you don't like this about yourself? Change it. And you say, but how? Start believing it's not you. Start believing that's not who you are and tell yourself who you are. Once you start telling yourself more who you are, and what you're capable of, you'll fucking do it. 
and let me and let me and let me leave and let me leave you guys with this too tonight before I forget. And and I got some really good advice from a therapist that I was talking to. And not to sound egotistical because it can apply to women and men and you know everyone else. Stop letting everybody have access to you. Mm. You know, stop stop allowing everybody to have access to you. I get it. I get it. You love a lot of people in your life. I get it. I know that you're a very important person. A lot of people are going to call your phone during the day for advice. They're going to ask you for help. Mm. But, you know, a lot of kings and queens didn't have, didn't allow the people to just have instant access to them. You know, I was taught that, you know, um, when you watch Coming to America, just for example, on some entertainment, Prince Hakeem didn't have people just getting right to him. You had to go through the army or the military. You had to go through Senate. You had to go, I mean, you had to go through you had to go through the guy that woke him up in the morning. So just keep that in mind when a person or people or a group of things tends to take from you and make you feel less of a person every time you leave that conversation or you leave that interaction because maybe they shouldn't have an access to you in the beginning. Freeze, you diseased rhinoceros pizzle. Shout out oh. to Simi, one of my favorite lines. You come to America. <laughs> Take your cape off. Save yourself, goddammit. Look, I know we got on a we got on a little soapbox a little bit right there. And it's easy to talk about. It's easy to say. It's easy to sit here and rant about this shit. Um the truth of the matter is we 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 fight the same demons everybody fights. And it's one fight at a time. If you take one piece out of the thing that we're talking about and, and apply it to one part of your life, fix that one part and then move to the next. Life is a marathon. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. It, it is not a sprint. You fix it one piece at a time and you get better at each pass. But you have to make sure that you look in the mirror um, and, and, and realize who you are at the moment no, that's not that's not who you're going to end up to be and actually make the steps to change it. And how do you fix it? By first acknowledging and then accepting that you're not that person anymore and then living a life accordingly. If, if you don't want to be considered a liar, if you don't want to be considered the guy, the guy, the girl that tells everybody else's business, shut the fuck up and, and stop telling people's business. And, and it's okay sooner or later, and so, sooner or later, people will begin to trust you again. And, but you have to put the work in to do so. And before you before you start, you have to believe in yourself and that you can change. Where you are now is not your final destination. Now, this and another like thing, too, before we sign off, and I'm going to just leave you with another short zinger. There's always a common denominator. Mm. There's always a common denominator within the friction and the things that go against your inner your inner well peace and your inner being find out what that common denominator is and get it the fuck out of your life don't 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 wait for tragedy to to make the decision don't wait for tragedy to make the decision yeah we we talking a whole bunch of shit sound good but you i mean at the end of the day, <laughs> you get the fuck off. You get the fuck off this episode and be like, "Oh, that sounds great." And we go back to smoking, drinking, and fucking. Hey, you and, know, and I fixed it. It's okay. You can do that. Path of least resistance. You can do it now. You can do it a week from later, a month, six months, a year. 
until you figure out and get it right. Look, every dope fiend's got a shot at becoming becoming sober. Every dope fiend has a shot at becoming sober. And it is what it is. That's why it's twelve steps to the alcohol program. I'm 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 done. I'm I'm done. I'm catching out on that shit because I love it. I want you to protect your energy, but I also want you to work on yourself. I want you to be the best version of yourself and, and try to do that every day. It's not going to happen overnight. It's no temporary fix. Um, it's life. It's life. We're going to make some mistakes, but we just got to keep pushing and we got to be better every day. Um, and, and that's all I got. That's the only thing on my soapbox. Like you said, some people are fair ones. Some people think friends, we think our friends ain't. The problem is never going away, baby. Uh, Never going away. You just gotta punch punch it in the mouth. Head on. Hey man, buddy. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I was just I'm gonna good. say, look, if if you knew what tomorrow was gonna bring, would you live the day the way you did it? And Woo! at the end of the day, you know, I try to remind myself that I wanna I wanna live whatever a happy life is to me. Um, you know, I'm 35 years old. There's a lot of things that I still want to do in my life, and that's what I'm focused on. Um, prioritize what's important to you. Um, if you stick to those priorities, nine times out of ten, you'll remain happy and you can protect your inner peace. Just some advice. Um, but you know, I'm not perfect, and I'm sure you guys aren't either. But stick with us every week. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Have streams. K Dizzle DC. We're on all platforms. We will be on iTunes soon. We're on Spotify for those people that like to listen to us while you're driving, while you're playing golf. You can do that. We're on YouTube live every Sundays at 9 p.m. ADU podcast with Hef and K Dizzle DC. We're doing big things. 27 episodes in the books. I love everybody, all the day ones in the chat. Salute to you. Salute to you, K Dizzle. I ain't got nothing left. We out, baby. I, look, we out. I love y'all. I'm glad y'all got a word, man. Um, and, and just look, whatever you got, just fix it. Fucking fix it. It's heartbreaking. Do what you can and fix it. Look at you come in, lady shit with it. I love you anyway. I'll be on a little oh, bit later. Oh, Queen Lady right. hit came past and just dropped the drink. Thank you, man. Well, hey, you. we appreciate y'all, man. We, you know, we here every Sunday, each and every Sunday. We love y'all. We're going to get up out of this thing. We'll see y'all later. Peace. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck going on. We'll figure it out. I don't know, man. We ain't gonna make y'all sit through that. I don't know what the fuck happened. We're gonna do sit out just like that. <laughs> Peace. So we figure out our system when we get it. Love y'all. Holla.